Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready, because we're ready to roll another session of Casual Quest Masters. We are a D&D 5th edition live play adventure. Representing the team is Nick Hill, Chody Mella. Oh, that's me. Hi, I play Vol, Nightwalker, Val, Nugoni, and we've lost Brandon. Um, I mean, um, oh, Magor- I mean, Greppa. I mean, um, I don't know what's happening, and I'm sad. I lost connection. <laughs> I see nothing but darkness. I'm back. I play Hello, Warlock. Darkness, my old Bra- Brandon Thresher. I play Magdor Vandiron, and he's ready to nail these giants. Nailed it. And, uh, yeah, myself, uh, truly is, uh, Tyler Vito, uh, who plays as Nox, uh, the sad lad who's getting mad. Uh, but certainly not least is our all-powerful dungeon master, Glenn Houston. Hello. Hello. How you guys doing? How you feeling? After a week to detox from that whole craziness. We were supposed to detox? I oh, mean, no. I thought we well, just pick it up every week and just, then just not just detox. Holding out. on to the exact same just emotions. Isn't that I how I honestly forget things? about what we do every week until we get back? <laughs> until like, we do the recap, we... you have no idea what happened the week before. <laughs> I feel legally required, uh, per the D D contract, to hold on to my emotional baggage to my character the entire week. Like mm-hmm. I spent three hours yesterday sitting alone. At you know two in the morning, driving my truck in pure darkness, where the only thing I had to worry about were deer. Thinking about how sad and upset I should be losing the one person that loved me without needing me for something. And yeah, I got a rough idea how uh, one would handle that. Oh, anyways, uh, we probably should do the recap. What the fuck happened? Oh <laughs> shit! I gotta roll a dice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I gotta suppose. roll a dice too. Dice, 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 roll that dice, dice, oh. dice. It feels nice, the one, nice, nice. The one dice that... <laughs> I rolled a nine. <laughs> I rolled a 12. So obviously Tyler rolled higher, right? I was going to say this is what the one dice roll that matters. And you know what? I splooted. I, uh, I rolled a one. I done goofed. <laughs> So, uh, that means, uh, I get to choose who does the recap, right? No. Yes. <laughs> it means you automatically do it. Yes. You get to, you get to choose, one. and you only have one no. choice, and that's yourself. Yeah. Damn. So, let's say the 20 bits you choose, but I guess the one <laughs> does right. let you choose as well. <laughs> it's just limited options. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was about to make a political joke. We won't do that. Uh, previously, un. Casual, Shit, casual what Quest is, Masters. Oh, this is Casual Quest Masters. <laughs> I almost, Tyler, Casual yeah, Quest Masters. Is, episode 33. Like Previously in Casual Master Quest, the team rides and runs casual towards the Masters, fire in the village. Tyler. You said casual ca- Quest Masters. You said Casual Masters. Previous, <laughs> Previously in Casual Quest Masters, the team rides and runs towards the fire in the village. Like, every time I group up, my voice gets higher. <laughs> Next, through the eyes of Craven... She's a dragon! 
Join one last pass of Icebreak on the very much before flying off into the, the distance. Finally, the group... Uh, I can't do that. I'm going to lose my voice. <laughs> Finally, the group arrives to see the village under attack from Frost Giants. Trot tells the group to help Greppa, and the group makes its way to the edge of the village. Greppa... Uh-oh. Oh, you okay, Glenn? Okay, you, 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 I thought you were He's like miming. conducting music with the weight. Yeah, it's like, Greppa, Roth. Dun, 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 dun. Uh. <clears throat> Greppa, after taking down a few and injuring a few more Frost Giants, is on her last legs. She currently has two. Noxie wraps a barrier around her and the party engages the fight. The Frost Giants, realizing they can no longer attack Greppa, decide to attack the party instead, throwing a boulder at Fox. Murking him. Enraged, Magdor sets a wall of fire down while Vol and Nox sneak on the left and right sides of the fight. After heavy damage, the giants come forward and the party closes on them. Before the final blow, one of the giant or the largest of the three giants taunts us, and realizing that the barrier is down, stabs Grappa with the pointy end of his axe. The party then destroys the giants. After the fight, Volanox goes to Greppa, while Magdor goes to Vox. Greppa, knowing her death is imminent, calls for Vox. Vox sends her in voicemail. Magdor, after breaking the boulder in anger, starts to pull Vox towards Greppa. Nox and Vol joins in and the dire wolf is brought to her. With the last of her life, Greppa brings the dire wolf back from the underworld, causing his fur to turn from to a mystical white and forever binding a part of her soul in the wolf. The party, processing defeat even in victory, heads towards the village to assess the damage and find the currently missing Garuk. Meh. I had fun writing that this time. I'm glad. You should have fun. It was a very fun is important. It was a very emotional story, so I wanted to give it some oomph in the recap. Hmm. Hmm. I wish I had a violin to play while I did that, even though I don't know how to play the violin, so maybe it would be even creepy. I have a violin. Should we get our instruments out again? No. Uh, <laughs> we can vote. <laughs> Make a poll no, on the stream. I Pull out the stream. Should we randomly pull our instruments and become all bards with, you know, eight and charisma? Yeah, we're not a very charismatic party except for Nox. Unfortunately, uh, we haven't found any, like, actual read the, uh, reason to be persuasive or deceptive, so it's been kind of on the wayside. Well, Magler's like, had a few opportunities. Everybody... It hasn't gone well for him. True. <laughs> I guess that's true. Every time in uh, Luskin, we presented ourselves with the opportunity. <laughs> Rather than trying to get us out of the situation, I immediately threw you under the wagon. Charismatic. Charismatic. Charismatically, yes. Alright. Well, Glenn, show floor is yours, my boy. Cool. Um, so, as uh, you guys are in your respective positions, I believe Vol went back to check on the villagers, yeah. correct? After spending some time to, you know, be there with Greppa. Um, so you start to head towards the villagers who are now coming out of some of the huts. Some of the huts, you can hear voices and banging from the insides as if they're, you know, the, the frozen ice around them is keeping them from getting out. Um, and, uh, yeah, 
You do notice, and now that also, Magdor, that you're close to the wolf. Uh, its fur has turned whitish, but there's also, like... Like, since you're close to his body, because you were, like, holding him close, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can see him. the white... Yeah, you can see on the thick white fur, because wolves have thick fur that you can, you know... Uh, on some of the strands, you can see it looks like there's a little bit of, like... Almost like a very faint bluish light that is just all around him. Mystical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I, I'm gonna be still holding on to him. I, I don't... Magdor doesn't know what to do right now. Uh, okay. The other two? Oh, you're just gonna help the people? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, um, Vol would go straight to assisting whoever's, um, whoever needs it, helping people get out of their houses if they're trapped, or, like, the tents, or whatever, with the frozen <clears throat> ice, um, helping, uh, pull the injured aside, things like that, um, yeah, because to his knowledge right now, there's no imminent danger, his party's beat up, they're, like, pretty badly wounded, but still alive so precedence here to him is um the village <laughs> and Knox grieving not knowing how to react at this point still over the slowly chilling body of Greppa would probably be eventually rising from this makeshift uh, grave with her above the ground. And looking around, uh, would Nox see Magdor and Vox over there? Like, would they yeah, still be there? Yeah, they're right next to each other. Mm -hmm. Since Vox was laid down next to Greppa. So they'd be right uh, in front of you. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, Nox would probably just drag themselves at this point. Like, drag, drag. Uh, the feet are not lifting above the snow. Just... And uh, they'd walk over slowly over to Vox and uh, Magdor and just hear him. Is... Is he still alive? Uh, he He's alive. And... I know how much you cared for Greppa. I, I think, I think a part of her is, is is with him. Uh, bury your face in the fur. I'm gonna kind of motion towards Knox and kind of pull Knox a little bit. And Knox gets a uh, face full of fur. It smells like her. Yeah, I can smell the Hawaiian punch Lysol that she used to spray. <laughs> I was thinking more like herbs and incense, but you know. <laughs> I was thinking like something that, uh, like somebody who was trying to hide that they smoked pot, like what they would spray ah, you, that, that, that was, orange yeah, scent all the I was going to say like super, <laughs> Grandpa probably smelled super dank. Oh yeah, all of that. And like, but like, 
everywhere you go, like, especially in the bathroom, there's always that scent of orange centrist in there. It's like, Dad only peed in there, you know? It's like, what's what's the story there? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, you just hear... Yeah, it smells like her. Uh, and that... as you smell him, uh, I was gonna say Vox begins to stir as if he wants to, like, he looks at you, he starts licking your face, Magdor. He seems like he's kind of recovering a little bit. Uh... Magdor's gonna kind of get up a little bit to that. Uh, kind of pat Vol or knocks on the shoulder. Kind of hit them, slap them a little bit. Um, ow. You know what I mean? Just like that. All right, we we gotta help the village. Everything's gonna be fine here. We can grieve after. After our job's done. And I'm going to get up and kind of... Not really, like, pulling Vox, but, like, saying, you know, guiding him. Saying, alright, let's go help. So he gets up. I'll cast guidance. (laughs) The dog's able to stand up much better than usual. (laughs) Uh, it seems his boat, he like feels kind of creaky. You see him stretch out, and then he turns to see Grubba's body on the ground. And he sniffs at it and kind of muzzles her face as it just kind of moves to the side. And then he like pounces straight up, puts his head in the air after a deep breath, and howls straight into the sky. And as he does so, you see something that is very interesting. You remember seeing the, uh, the Alpha show you his cold breath. This feels like it, but a little different. And for that purpose, this is a new variant of Winter Wolf that is called a Soul Wolf. And so he has a breath attack, but it does necrotic damage instead of frost. Oh. Seems as though Greppa latching her essence onto him as she left altered him pretty interestingly. So... For the purposes of that, yeah. As he I howls like in, death in agony. <laughs> death breath, yep. Oh, I thought God, morning breath, breath was bad. Like de- <laughs> yeah, morning, like, this is morning breath uh, with gingivitis death breath, like, whoo! Yup. Damn, Vox, what do you eat over there? <laughs> eat some yeah. possum? He howls in despair into the night sky. Uh, As you begin to uh, assist the villagers, yes? Yeah, I, I, before we do, I'm just going to say uh, to Knox, um, we don't know their funeral procedures. We're just going to have to leave the body here for now. We don't want to yeah, disrespect them. Like, Knox was probably three steps away from uh, immediately casting Fireball on her body as a pyre, but uh, it realizes that Greppa may have been family to Knox, but Greppa is family to a lot more than that. And to give her a funeral on their terms would be insensitive, I guess you would say. Like, they have that much logic back in their head at this point, but everything's falling apart. Like, the the, the tower that uh, keeps their mentality together is starting to crumble at this point. And 
they're just kind of not going off of instinct. I, I I think they're just following like the whatever directions Magdorth gets, just kind of like as a, a lifeline just to keep moving here. <laughs> and so when Magdor says those words, uh, Nox just kind of leans into Box, uh, the dire wolf, gets another smell of Grappa and keeps going with them back to the village. And yeah, we help out. We head to where uh, Vol is and say, is there anything we can do? Um, what would you say I'd been doing um, then? The most the most pressing thing is probably getting the folks out of the houses that are frozen up. Um, yeah, so when um, Magdor and uh, Nox go up to full, um, dot, uh, uh checking to see if anybody else could be let out. The ice has frozen them in. Um, anybody who's injured, pull them aside. Magdor, Nox, you guys know some healing magic or at least know how to treat wounds. Just check on them. Um, just yeah, just make sure everybody's okay. I have you have you seen my father? No. I need I need to find Trod. Um, hey, uh, yeah, just 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 do that, and then Vol's gonna kind of like a little absentmindedly wander off now, um, looking for either signs of his father or his brother. Yeah, you uh, see your your brother um, kind of back near where you saw him originally. Seems as though he didn't get too far before he felt they were safe. But at that point, it probably one of those things where he was uh, so hurt that once he felt those people were safe, the adrenaline rush of needing to protect these people ended and he had passed out uh, due to loss of blood. But he those two people had started like wrapping him up. So he's stable, but unconscious, laying in the snow, being cared for by a few other younger uh, Goliath. Um, and as you're looking down at him, uh, you feel a big hand on your shoulder. Um, I mean, I turn to look first. Not really. It's your father. Well, okay. It's a dragon. <laughs> it's a dragon. Just a giant hand. Not even like a big hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, it's your it's your father, and he. Um, how does he look? He looks pretty beat up. Um, he has a very large, uh, one heavy gash across his chest with two lighter ones, insinuating that maybe he had tried to go into combat with this dragon and gotten pretty hurt. Um, and he is uh he he, it looks like someone had kind of healed that over a little bit, enough that it wouldn't bleed him out, basically. Um, but he, uh, he's got pretty heavy bags under his eyes and bruises all over, and he says, Once again, we are in your debt. And he pulls you in close to share breath with you. Um, I'm Vol happy that you're okay. Vol would just nod. Um, uh, after reciprocating the uh, the embrace, uh, uh, pull away and like let's uh, get you and everybody else back to the village. 
think Nox uh, or Magdor might be able to help do some healing. If not with magic tonight, magic tomorrow. And then Volt's uh, gonna start, uh, like, being the man getting ready to lift up his brother. Uh, lift up Trod, and, uh... If, if I'm able to, because I know that Trod's bigger than Vol, uh, just carry him, like, you know, uh, what's it called? Like, princess style? Like, bridal style? Uh, just carry him back yeah. to the village? Yeah. Lift him in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you, you carry him back in, uh, uh, followed by the ones that had left the village under the protection of Trod. Um, and Magdor and Nox, as you are, uh, uh, Waiting there, helping kind of like chip people out as soon as they got folks out. People were coming to you. Uh, you're able to help make sure that they're stabilized. Most of the villagers, it looks like, were able to avoid things. The only ones who uh, were hurt were the ones that tried to engage. Um, a couple of them have died. So let's say, sorry, uh, three. Three of your hunters have died trying to defend the village. Um, Does that include Greppa? No. Greppa was the town... Uh, what did we call... What did you guys call the, her? The Skywatcher. Skywatcher. She was yeah. the Skywatcher, yeah. Basically so three Shaman. hunters and the Skywatcher. Yeah, she is... So now the village is without a Skywatcher, which is the first time in your memory, Vol, that this has happened. Uh, do we see them walking in then with... Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they approach you, carrying, uh, Bull's carrying his brother. As soon as I see them, I'm going to say, uh, oh, uh, let me, let me pray, uh, I'll heal them. Uh, it'll take a little time, is he stable? I, I, I think so. Um, they, they treated some of his wounds as best as they could, and then I guess Volt's gonna find a place to lay him down. Uh, I'm gonna heal then Trod, Garuk. Are there any other villagers that are like hurt, hurt? Uh, five more villagers that look like they could use some sort of supplemental healing. Well, I, I'm gonna pick the four that have it worst, just from visual okay. use, because that's all I had was four more. Um, <laughs> sure, what about absolutely. And then and someone, has to heal, someone will have to heal the fifth person. I don't know who can do it, though. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look over at Vox. Or at Vol. No, Nox. I'm going to look at Nox. <laughs> you looked at everybody. Yep. You look uh, at red shirt. Nox can't heal. Vol can't heal. Oh, Nox can. Uh, I'm going to look at Nox and say, uh, I can handle six, uh, including these two. Can can you get... And I'm going to point to whoever looks the least injured is like, can you heal him up? And you see Nox still in their half-elf form. Uh, you see their hair starts to grow long. And uh, Glenn, I'm allowed to target up to six people to give the inspiring uh, leader... Uh, I'm going to target, uh, you said there's six people total, including Trod? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, and seven, including the king, so. Chief. Chief, Chief. yes. No gods, no kings. Uh, no, uh. I, I will take, uh, that extra person that didn't get the heals, and, uh, I'm going to give them, like, temporary hit points by, uh, doing what Nox does, but 
Nox is a little somber, so it's like, it can't go full-blown Disney song right now at this point. It's like, it's, uh... I used to think that I could not go on. And life was nothing but an awful song. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to sing the full thing of I Can Believe uh, I Can Fly by R. Kelly, because that would probably get us copywritten. Uh, <laughs> You're allowed eight bars. But, like, there we go. Eight, okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm... <laughs> That's close. Anyway, I feel like you got right around there, yeah. Okay. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Nox is going to, like, sing as they tend to the wounds and uh, give them uh, temporary hit points. Uh it's only going to be like nine for everybody, I believe. Uh, actually, uh, it's my character level plus my charisma, I believe. So uh, my character level is what? We are currently eight. Eight plus yes. four. So they're going to get everybody. 12, 10 uh, HP. All the NPCs are going to get 12 temp HP. Yeah. Which nice. will last uh, until their next long rest, which will basically put them over until they regain those hit points from sleeping. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, in, in that thought, time there. Perfect. What's up, Brandon? Oh, I was going to say, I thought he was going to sing the song from Frozen 2 with uh, Anna in the cave. Never seen Frozen 2. Oh, no, he hates it. I He's know, not going to do why. that. <laughs> um, See, I thought you were going to sing when, you know, like, because we always did the Shrek song for it earlier. Oh, that's, that's what you did uh, before. But, like, when they took it into a minor key later on in the thing when things are, were sad and stuff. I was like, maybe um, he'll just do the minor key version. <laughs> so if he gets somebody who, wants to <laughs> who of the seven are you inspiring? I'm gonna inspire everybody but the, the leader just because he's up and standing right now. Right. Uh, well in that Garuk case is... sorry no go ahead I'm going to do prayer of healing on Garuk, Trod, and then the three of us, and Fox. Okay. And so that takes ten minutes, so he does his singing, and, you know, he During sings, singing, like, yeah. an encore. Which takes ten minutes. Do, uh, uh, yeah. And does I get to Vol do this at level to, three. Sorry. Does Vol have to be in the area when you do that? I have to see you. What's the, what's the range are we talking Okay, basically what Vol's going to be doing now while the healing's happening is uh, he's going to... Vol, knowing what the um, urine procedures are and that everybody's been accounted for and so far everybody's... And, like, healing is starting to go underway. He's going to line up uh, um, those who have passed and then start collecting uh, firewood to build uh, funeral pyres. So... Um, Let's say I stay within range of that while I'm doing all that. Uh, and then uh, everybody heals for 14. Yeah. Nice. 84 hit points you restored. That's awesome. So yeah, so everybody's in good shape right now. So yeah, once you finish the song and once you finish the healing, um, after those 10 minutes, uh, you're able to gather most of the wood you need. Uh, Vol, it's just a matter of at that point building the pyres um, and beginning the process. So, it, is this something we can help with? Um, 
father. He just gives you a slight nod with a little bit of a smile appearing on his face. Uh, just ever so slightly, but you can also see uh, in your generally stoic father's eyes a bit of a, you know, welling building inside of them. Um, come. Uh, we'll construct one pyre, and I'll show you um, how to do that, and you can help me with the others. We've got to make four. And then Vol's gonna lead the way, maybe a little space uh, around the back of the village or off to the side or something, where I would imagine he would have gathered the materials and he'd start constructing. And Magdor joins So everybody him. helps do that? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, you help him build the four funeral pyres, three in a row with one at the head uh, being Greppas, and uh, place the bodies on them. And simultaneously, um, they allow for each one of you to light one of the pyres. Um, and uh, also, uh, Guruk will assist as well, lighting one of the pyres. Um... Did any of you want to be the one to light Greppas? Because the other three are like, you know, nondescript. You don't know their names, you know, per se. Uh, is there anybody that's particularly... They're not quest giver NPCs. They're just NPCs. Yeah. Still important. So their lives but... <laughs> still absolutely matter. But is there anybody that wants to be on Greppas? All lighting four it? of us have been affected by Greppa in one way or another. Through saving the wolf or being family or just being a loved one. That's rough. Don't think Nox could do it. I don't think Nox <laughs> could look at Greppa anymore at this point. Uh, so after after Nox says that, or or decides that walks away, I, I mean, is gonna look at Vol and uh, I think you should do it. But could Vox be there? Of course. Um. And then Vol's going to look um, around, I'm assuming those who are able to might have gathered close by. Um, Vol's going to look at his uh, father, um, wait to see if he can get started, more or less, yeah. Um, he does. And then, um, yeah, Vol's going <laughs> to go stand at the front. Um, he's gonna linger a little bit before he lights it because, um, what is it called? Uh, what are they called? Like maybe in more, it's it's often depicted in maybe more like lizard-like, uh, like cultures in fantasy where they have like, um, nurseries where they have one person kind of like tending to all like the young and stuff. Uh, uh, like I would I would imagine that um. Greppa would have played maybe a similar role in terms of teaching while the rest of the adults were out hunting or providing or working, right? Um, um, so, I mean, I don't want to say that Vol's going to get too emotional right now, but there's going to be a bit of a flashback, and he's just going to he's gonna take a second before he does eventually light it. Um, with uh, Vox at his side, as uh, Magdor requested. Um, yeah, that's, that's Vol and his headspace right now. And Magdor's going to go to one of the pyres and 
sit in silence until it's time. In the darkness. In the darkness. One second. <laughs> okay. What about you, Nox? I think Nox would probably leave the staff, like, stab the staff into the snow, uh, and they're going to try to light the one of the pyres of the other fallen warriors uh, using their own hands. Just Nox. Nox is lost. I mean, everybody is, but for me, like, my character, <laughs> they're lost. Yeah. They don't they don't feel anger. They don't feel grief. They just feel numb. Mm. Like, just this transition of, like, going from intense battle to must save everybody we can to we won, but with irrecoverable losses. And then suddenly it's transitioned to, oh, I guess we just light a fire and everything's good. Like, uh, the, like the concept is foreign to them. And just the idea that everything is okay with this doesn't calculate in their head as they begin to uh, assist lighting the pyres. And uh, they're going to try to light in unison, but Nox is just... They don't understand. For the first time mm -hmm. in a very long time, they just... They don't understand. They, they thought they had a good grasp on how this world works, but... This is one lesson that Nox never learned from Vol. Okay. So as you each take up your various roles in the beginnings of this ritual, um, you're all in the space that you all described, which everybody gets an inspiration point, because great job. I really appreciate the roleplay, and uh, you light the pyres. And uh, as they burn, uh, Vox uh, gives out another howl into the night this time, not so intent this time, just mournful. Um, and from deep within the the, uh, the lower mountain valley below where you know the other wolves to be, you hear um, resounding after probably about 30 to 40 seconds other cries um, from the pack below, uh, recognizing the mournful notes in Vox's howl. Um, <clears throat> once the pyres burn and the bodies disappear as they're uh, put away into a form that is more close to what Goliaths believe, you know, and that came from the earth, you go back to the earth. Um, especially your tribe believing that the wind is a great representation of the flows and changes of life. Uh, then at that point, the ashes are gathered and each one of you is presented with, you know, some of the ashes and they walk, they lead, uh, led by Gruk, led to the edge. Remember where the switchbacks headed down into the valley with the wolves? Overlooking with the clear night sky above. Um, and uh, for the first time since you've been here, you see what we would recognize as the Northern Lights. Um, you believe it's the spirits of your ancestors looking over you, uh, especially in times of great need. And tonight they are there. You know, colorfully winging across the sky as uh, Goruk 
dumps the first bit of ashes and they're carried by the wind into the valley and to places unknown as he gestures for each of you to do the same. Magdor opens and empties his into the wind. Nox does the same. Sure. Um, when Magdor and Nox go up, um, Vol would go up, and as he's emptying out his ashes, Vol, I would like to imagine, is slowly transitioning to some form of like softer Sundare character. As he's uh, emptying out the ashes, he says, not to anyone in particular, but aloud, she put her life on the line to protect those in the village, and she died in combat, giving, doing her best. This is a peaceful passing for a member of our village. I would be ashamed to mourn for too long. And then Volt's gonna walk away a little bit. Magdor, sorry. Uh, Magdor's going to pet Vox and say, uh, let's head back to the tent for now. And he's going to walk back to their tent. Yep. Nox. It was just a handful of ashes that was in their hands, right? I mean, it was uh, probably the equivalent of like a, you know, like a Folgers can of about a pound or two of coffee. That's the size of the container that was handed to you. Yeah. They let that container drop in the snow after the ashes get poured to the winds and just like hearing it drop without that satisfying sound of hitting like rock or wood or whatnot. It just as it hits the snow. It just doesn't leave that satisfying note. And, uh... Nox would probably start heading towards the woods. Back towards the village, or...? Uh, probably through the village. I Like, in my head, I feel like it was, like, uh, this cliffside's the opposite way of, like, where the woods were, where we first headed towards the dire wolves. But, yeah, they would... Or, like, uh, if you want to re-imagine uh, it for me. I do. Do it. Wow, wow, wow. Forest. Wow, wow, wow. Village. If you just want to give me like an old clock uh, mindset here. Wow, wow, wow. At the wow. center of the clock Jeez. is Fulls Village. Tower. To six o'clock in Tyler's head, it's Wild Cliffside. And Tyler had the woods is midnight. I'm gonna give kind of a reference for most of this stuff here. Two, okay. Three and nine o'clock. I have no so, fucking idea. If we're looking at this, uh, which is not something we can share, but currently you are on the edge of one valley with mountains surrounding it, except for on this edge, the southern edge. The village is where I have the X, basically in the center of this forest that is now destroyed, uh, mostly. Switchbacks, okay. which 
right on this southern edge of the valley is what leads into the valley with the wolves. That's where you spread the ashes in that direction. The tower is this direction to the... Oh my god. That is to the east. Oh my, my cave is just to the northeast. Uh, I guess uh, so. I would head yeah, down and then uh, this other where the wolves to the were then. To the southwest, that's where the, the Yeti stuff was. In that okay. secondary. Where, where, where were you headed? I was going to head down the winding path that uh, takes us the switchbacks, pardon me. That will, it will uh, be a two day or a full day and a half journey to get there. I just you wanted to get. I don't want to go all the way down there. <laughs> okay, okay. You to... just want to get away. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you head back and you're like. You were already on the edge, but you start down the switchbacks just to, you know. Why, why are you going there? Uh, Nox needs to go for that uh, that that walk. I guess you could say. <laughs> like, uh, I'm sure anybody who's lost somebody before, uh, like, understands like they just need that time alone to think kind of thing. And uh, I think Nox would need that. Okay. Uh, much okay. like Vol and Magdor, we all have our vices to uh, cling on to. I think. Nox would just want to walk until okay. uh, they knew they were out of sight and out of mind. Okay, so Vox goes on a a, a stroll to clear Nox. their head. <laughs> Nox, sorry. Yeah, yeah, so what Vox about Nox? and Magdor head back towards Vox and Magdor head back towards the tent, uh, which odds or evens? Me? Yeah, odds. Cool. Your tent was not destroyed by the dragon breath weapon. Good job, guys. Um, <laughs> it is still there. There's ice breath Vol, all around it. You said you... Well, I'm sorry. Just give me a quick um, refresher on what yeah, you do after uh, you spread just, the ashes. Vol just stepped away. Um, but I think he'd want to okay. go talk to his father. Okay. Um. So wherever that ends up, whether it's uh, back at, the, at his tent, if it's still standing... Or as uh, we're still doing work around the village, because I would imagine with tents Odds being destroyed, evens. evens. Cool, it was not destroyed. Well done, everybody. And he Good is job. in it. Um, he is in it, so you can go see him in there. You can the, the the tent flap is open, and you can see the fire lit inside with him just sitting with his head down, leaned over uh, his knees, drinking. He's holding lightly in his hand a glass of meat. It's obvious that he's very tired. Um, yeah, uh, Vol's gonna enter and, uh, sit, uh, I, I don't want to say opposite, but imagine, um, uh, taking, uh, Tyler's, um, clock example, um, if Garuk is sitting at, uh, 12, Vol would probably be sitting at, like, 2 or 3. Okay. Um. Cool. You sit down. And as he, as you do, he um, he opens his eyes and uh, and looks at you. Says, um, "We can't stay here." I realized now that the um, dragon knows where you are. Um, yeah. Do you have any idea where we could relocate for the time being? 
We can head down the switchback. Down in the valley south. Lower ground, it might be harder for the dragon to get there. Um, it might be harder. It's 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 a long journey, so it might already be out of the too much trouble for the frost giants to even get to. For them to mount another attack like this. Anywhere we could house everyone. Can't bring most of the tents, so we need somewhere to put the children and the non-combatants. Right. Those who can't stay out. Even at night, though, even the strongest of our people need to be inside. There... Well, whether this is a good idea or not, whatever. Um, there is a cave that the direwolves stated. Um, they've and they moved... are friends, yes? Yes, uh, they, they were in that cave, then they moved further uh, south. Uh, southwest uh, to the Yeti's cave system. And it was defensible and warm inside? Was it defensible? Uh, just one entrance, yeah. It was just a little frozen uh, over. He just shouts to God. <laughs> was it defensible, God? <laughs> uh, fairly warm um, and only the one entrance. Good, it was a good-sized cave, too. We leave in the morning. <laughs> now, here, I, here I thought the hardest thing I, I would do today is fight a Remmer Haze. <sighs> you fought a Remmer Haze? We fought a Remmer Haze. And then we came back and did And you this. defeated it? You, you hear from we, the we distance, We killed it! We killed that motherfucker! We, uh... <laughs> we, we decapitated it. Its kappa was detained. We took its head off. Oh, good, good. <laughs> God damn it. Um, we might be able to. Did you have a chance to harvest? No, surely you didn't have a chance to harvest the well, meat or the scales. I mean, I was on my way to the village to get some help with harvesting. So it's still there in the cave. It's not too far. It's about a ten minute uh, it's off to the northeast. So if we needed food for the journey. So, if you're okay with this, I would like to have the villagers go there tonight, stay in the cave where the Remmer Hayes live to make sure there is no more Remmer Hayes about, as they, they tend to be solitary, but if it has mate, then that would be a problem, but we can harvest, that would feed the whole clan for several days can harvest the scales, use them to make some armor, maybe some more protective entrance over the cave to the south, but we stay in the Rummer Hayes cave tonight and in the morning move there. Does this feel agreeable to you? Understood. Well, you'll have our assistance. It's with your, you know, blessing. It is you and your, your clan. That's almost what they are anymore. It's you and your clan's kill, so... You choose what happens to it. It was intended. Uh, it was intended for the village. Once we killed it, that'll be the only reason we were fighting a Remoraze was because it snatched up Vox, and uh, we were just trying to rescue him. Ah, can we count on these wolves? Because I think we may need them soon. 
You know, we could actually try calling them here if you wanted to talk to them. I think they could maybe be here in the morning. Could you send the wolf and have them meet us at their old cave in the morning? That would be about midday, evening tomorrow, actually. Yeah, we can make that happen. That would be best, I think, as long as you think we don't need him right now, obviously. He is your companion, so I'd leave it to you, but... I mean, we can, uh... From from the their old cave to the Yeti cave, it was only about an hour. So we could even send him when we get there. Uh, well, an hour by oh. direwolf speed. Oh, so on our way in the morning, we could send him yes. off route to go get them? Yes, because... Could uh, he call them from a distance? I think that's the whole reason he's with us. Oh. Then we wouldn't even have to send him. He could just call them when we're en route. Yes. Wonderful. Son, do you think that you could gather your clan here? No. Sorry, I just went like Michael... Sh I just went William Shatner on you guys. <laughs> that Son, was, uh... I need you. you. Bring your clan... <laughs> Here. Here. Now. It's not what the clan can do for you. It is what you can oh, do for I'm not going to call you the clan. I'm going to call him your tribe because clan has other connotations. So, uh, could you bring your friends here? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. And then Vol's going to get up to, and walk um, Well, to, uh, once he finishes. Yeah, I wish to, um, give you all something. Understood. Um. Oh my god. I yeah. can sit cross-legged in this chair. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Vol's gonna go to their tent first. Open up the flat, flap. Say, uh... Mm -hmm. Magdor, uh... Father wants to talk to us. Do you know where... where where's Nox? Uh... I think I saw him heading down into the forest before I... Went for the tent. Alright, um... Do you mind if I borrow Vox and just help me find him quicker? And go look for him and then you just head to my dad's tent? And uh, without asking for... Without waiting for you to say anything, Vox gets up and nudges by you. Because he doesn't need Magdor's permission to help you. I mean, <laughs> he, he's his own wolf. Strong and independent wolf. Don't need no yeah. man. And you are Don't need alpha. no man, the strong independent wolf. And he is the alpha. Right, right. I, uh... Yeah, he gets up and walks past you before Magdor even has a chance to answer, heading outside. I keep forgetting. <laughs> um, then we'll go find Nox and I'll be back in a bit. And Bolt's gonna let the flap close and walk away. You wanna stay there, Magdor, or you wanna come with? Uh, I'm going to actually mull around the camp until I see them again. Um, see okay. if anybody needs help with repairs or anything before... Did you say we were leaving? Would I know? No? Yeah, no, so I see if anybody needs yeah. repairs with their huts or sure. armor, weapons. There's a few people that are gathering up things. They're they're starting to get packed because it seems as though most of the village is understanding that they're not staying here. Um, But yeah, even, even though you start to head towards somebody that you think needs help, you start to walk towards them. Uh, Vox and uh, Vol, you you and uh, the uh, 
beautiful white wolf next to you start to make your way in the direction that you had spread the ashes before. The direction simultaneously that uh, Vox, oh my god, Nox was headed farther <laughs> into the forest. And before you're able to get out of the village, you just hear just what sounds like fucking fireworks exploding into the sky as lights of different colors, lightning, blasts of thunderous waves of energy uh, just echo through the valley from the direction that you know he went. Um, first thing that Vol would do oh, is uh, um, uh, ease uh, Vox. Because uh, I think at this point Vol would know um, what that is and what's happening. So uh, Yeah, Vox looks super concerned. He, he kind of like looks to you for can I go? Um, yeah. Vol uh, would say uh, that's Nox. He's just in, in giant so that there's more like clear communication. Um, mm-hmm. Clown to clown communication. Yeah. <laughs> that's Nox. He's only angry. He's not hurt. Well, it doesn't seem like uh, it anyways. Well, not physically. His hackles, his hackles lower a little bit and he kind of like points he's just in the air and like gives you a point in the exact yeah. direction that he smells uh and uh, i guess Nox. silently we'll continue in that direction until we reach him uh reach them oh he's gonna stay oh. if you just needed him to know what direction he is he's pointing you the right way and then he's gonna head back into the village okay back yeah door. and then vol's gonna tread off magdor you and Nox continue to help people get packed up they start to use Vox yeah, I'm at the as village. kind of like as the wolf so, as Magdor the wolf. You said Vox. Okay, I said so, Magdor and Vox. No, I'm going, you got to change his name. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> going to look at the wolf once he arrives. I, I just see this majestic white and blue glowing beast that says, "You know, I think you need a more fitting name. Maybe God something himself approves. Maybe something <laughs> that." Represents what we've gone through. What do you think of the name Brep? Sorry, say that again. I don't, I didn't understand you. I heard Rip Grep G R E P. Oh, Grep. And he uh, looks at you as if he doesn't understand why more than asked me to. He stands proud and just gives you a slight nod. <laughs> I was His gonna name wildly... is Grep now. Thank you. Inspiration was... point for changing that fucking name. I was going to say, uh, Camisa Fox. Roja. Camisa Roja is uh, Elvin for red shirt. Oh. I mean, no. <laughs> no. We could just call him Roja. His name is Grep. Also Roja. No, I like Grep though. Grep is great. Yeah, Grep. If you gay. name him Redshirt, then there is you cannot get mad if he dies because you named him Redshirt. You can't get mad if he dies if you name him Redshirt. No, Grep it's, is good. No, yeah, Grep. There we go. Okay, <laughs> it was right, just cool. a goof club, uh, please. Yeah, but they start using him like they start putting like saddlebags on him to uh, start helping use him to transport some of the pieces of the village that need to be moved. Um, and as you do that, 
Eventually, Vol, you reach Nox, and you can see him standing a, a little further down, a couple of the switchbacks, just angrily shooting magic into the air. Um, Vol wouldn't, uh, Vol's not gonna say anything or stop him, uh, stop, uh, Nox or, um, Vol's just, uh, I mean, within time, like, reasonable time constraints, because they're under, like, a time crunch in general, so, let's say from the moment Vol arrives, if it goes on for longer than 10-15 minutes, then Vol would say anything, but Vol is going to let, um, um, Nox, um, let whatever it is out and just... Just maybe find a place to sit and just watch silently and just... Cause, it's the 4th uh, of July now. Yeah. Okay. If you Eventually want, you I, run I, out I, of energy. You run out just, of energy to cast spells. <laughs> you exhaust yourself. Uh, what do you do now? Uh, what is your passive perception to... Knox. I think it's, last I checked, a solid 11. Let me see if I upgraded. Nope, it's still 11. I'm completely oblivious. And what's your oblivious. passive stealth? Full. It's just uh, 10, plus 10 plus your stealth. stealth. Um, 13. 13, yeah. He doesn't reckon, He doesn't see you, but you see him exhaust. You see, I don't even uh, know Knox who you are anymore, I don't even recognize <laughs> you. No. You can't see me. There. Uh, there, there could be five frost giants and John Cena sitting around me. I wouldn't even notice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like after whatever minutes uh, Glenn would like to give that, just like just unleashing arcane hell into the woods at this point. Fifteen minutes. Oh, exact. Jesus nice. Christ. <laughs> Mixing with like spells and cantrips, stuff like that. Like the staff is in the snow behind. And then you see the shield stuck in a tree. It looks like Nox, like, boomerang through it, and, like, a corner of it got stuck in the bark or something. All right, and Captain Faerun. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you just see, like, arms forward and stuff like that. Smoke is, like, coming off of Nox. And as arms go limp, you just hear the words, Fuck. As they drop face first into the snow. Um, and at that point, I think Vol, without missing a beat, at least I'd like to visualize it that way, would uh, drop down from wherever he's perched, make his way over, um, grab Nogs by the scruff of whatever they're wearing, sling him, sling them over his shoulder, pick up the staff and shield, and just start walking back to the village. Oh, up if, to you whether or not that happens as he says if, if Nox allows it oh yeah Nox would, I mean I think Nox at this point would technically be so exhausted that they wouldn't be able to like if if Glenn decided hey this is the opportune time for a frost giant to come in guess who's <coughs> excuse me guess who's making a new character sheet you know guess who's out of spell uh, slots <laughs> you just and hear, is actually have a level of exhaustion that's fair that I mean, that would be fair. Uh, just your boy. I got firewood. Don't worry. Um, I think uh, we all just need some rest. Fold doesn't know how to comfort. Fold doesn't know how to comfort. 
Yeah, <laughs> like you, you, you like you hear like whimpering and stuff, uh, but eventually I think Knox just flat out goes limp at this point. Like falls asleep, slung over Vol's shoulder. Pretty Aww. much, yeah, being baby <laughs> Bjorn. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Well, not like wild guessing. Like, I, my goal initially was just to blow up trees. Uh, what happened? <laughs> like, aesthetically, you can have blown yeah. up trees, you can just shoot it in the sky, whatever you want to have done. You probably melted a bunch of snow with the heat from some of that stuff that you shot out. General chaos, like around you, just a bunch of stuff mostly destroyed. If there so were any bases around you, they would have been melted. Any what was around? If there were any faces around you, they would have been melted. Because you have the face uh, melted. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you just hear like the occasional whimpering of like, I cut up protecting her. <laughs> just like just, just that, that, that whiny changeling voice I procured, just like mumblings of regret in my unconscious state as you uh, drag me upwards. Cool. And eventually you arrive back at the village bull carrying your mostly uncouthous, exhausted friend um, as you get back to the tent and inside Magdor and Grep are in there. Um, which tent? Our tent or the chieftain's tent? Your tent. Yeah. Um, I figured you'd want to let him know you're back. Sorry. I assumed a little bit there. I apologize. Um... Yeah, no, I, where do you go when you come back to the village? <laughs> no, I'm only asking because uh, Magdor's working around the village, right? So I don't know where they. Yeah, he's. You would see him when you re-entered the village. Yeah, right. sorry, I apologize. Um, yeah, yeah, no. So once uh, we're back, I think Vol would first put away the staff and shield in their tent uh, before finding Magdor. I'm like, all right, let's go uh, talk to my father. He wanted to give us something. All right, but. Before we go, this this is Grep now to honor Greppa, uh, and I'm gonna point to Vox. And says, he, he agreed that it's a much more fitting name for him. Hmm. And then Vol's gonna look at uh, now Grep and say. Um, do you like it? Your your new name. He nods. All right. Um, woof. That works for me. <laughs> woof. 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 I I do want to say, woof, motherfucker. You could see Magdor's uh, creativity with creating names because first he just looked at Vox and Vol and got the name, or er, Nox and Vol and got the name Vox, and now he's naming him after another person again. Magdor's well, not this very one makes more sense. <laughs> this one makes a little bit more sense than the previous name. Um, thank but... you for not doing something like Ragmore or something like that. Just to, like screw with us even more because that <laughs> my, GG. My general idea was uh, Gripbox to combine both of them, but then I was Grox. like, eh. I thought Grox, but then I was like, oh, then not an order. But we could do Grox. I, I was thinking when you first said, I think it was in the end of a session last week, and you're like, uh, we should change their name to something more fitting because, you know, gave life and et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, 
I didn't even think of Greppa's name. Like, Gwar would be sick, because that's a metal band, and I'm like, it's a Oh, wolf. God, Gwar is terrifying. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's that the band is nuts. <laughs> is that some, like, deep voice level, like, metal band or some shit Ooh, like that? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're like, disgusting. I'm pretty sure they're not disgusting. They're death yeah. metal. Yeah. yeah. So we, and they we'll like they have them. like gore built into their thing where it's like blood gushing out of things and stuff. Oof, something wrong Do you with guys me. think it should be Grep or Grox? I, you know, it's not been confirmed. I'd like to think, but um, a, he's your pet, <laughs> so. As whoa, you, whoa, whoa, uh, calling a strong is... white independent wolf a pet. <laughs> independent wolf. I'm the, uh, I mean, I'm the alpha. I could just tell him to be Magdor's pet. The the reason why I didn't go for Grox is because I felt it sounded too orcish for a wolf. Okay. Oh. I I, I get that. So I so Nox here is not is... Grep Growl. Like, Nox growls back in his sleep. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so it's Grep. Grep. Okay. Great. What do you guys do next? Revolt's <laughs> um, going to lead the way to the, to the tent. Um, not that people need to know or be told where it is, but he's just gonna lead the way anyways. Um, okay. and when Vol enters, um, he'd probably place, uh, Nox against the wall of the tent and try and gently wake them up. Yep. You set him down and he stirs. You open, you open your eyes to Vol lightly patting your face. Inside of Goruk's tent. Um, you just have to stay awake for a few more minutes. Father wants to talk to us, and then you can sleep for a while. Did you tell us why we're going to see the tent, or why we're going to see Goruk? Rather, um, I said when I first met. I don't know if I told you. I, I mentioned it to somebody. I don't know which one it is. I can't. He said father wants to speak to you. And because he wants to give us something. That's all I said. Was it to me? Let's say that. Let's let's that, say yes. That perked Magdor up. Then you you know how he is. <laughs> so he's thinking. Oh yeah. All right. We did good. We did good. What do we get? Nothing apparently. Just pure darkness. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Nothing! Absolutely nothing! Magdor, I Absolutely didn't know you spelled darkness. In Mother Russia, gifts ha- gifts give you. <laughs> but yeah, so you can uh, see Magdor's a little more perked up. Just a little bit. Um, yeah, and uh, this time, Revolt's probably gonna actually sit opposite his father because uh, this is more businessy. Quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, just yeah. Uh, figuring out details, yeah. You all sit there opposite him. He's at 12. You're at 6, 7, and 8. Or 5, sorry, 5, 6, and 7. <laughs> and uh, he takes one last deep gulp, finishing what was in his uh, his stein, sets it on the ground, and um, says, Vol, I don't... Did you give yourself a name? Um... I mean, not like face melt or uh, Nightwalker was given to me by. I uh, can't remember who gave me Nightwalker. I whether it was probably Mom your or mother. You. Yeah. Yes. It had been so long I had forgotten. Um. Damn. <laughs> we hadn't spoken on it since you returned, so 
before I I never understand understood Greppa. She always seemed to know what was going to happen before it did, even if it was only that she had an inkling of what that something might be going good or bad in the following week or whatever. Before a, a couple days ago, she came to me and left me this, and uh, he pulls out like a box that is looks like it's made of a very dark wood, um, almost black. Um, she said that inside there was something uh, that I should give to each of you, and I would know when. And I think that moment is now, because for the second, th- third time, you saved the village. And before defeating the giants, you have earned your place among the Valnagoni tribe. So along with these that Greppa left for you, I wanted to bestow names on each of you. I know you gave your you were given Nightwalker, but I I think that given your new training, you are no longer a Nightwalker. I'm a Nightwalker, spelt with a K. <laughs> as clever as that is, what? Bullshit if you will take it, I would offer you a new name. obviously your choice whether or not to take it but for you two I give you your first name and welcome you into the tribe should you accept it um for being used to maybe this process um uh hearing hearing that he's being able to given a new name means that he's no longer uh, officially exiled so to speak, at least to him, in his terms. But he's still used to this process, so while he's mulling over that, he's probably going to leave the floor open, so to speak, for uh, Magdor and Nox to respond first. Uh, he just looks back and forth between all three of you. Do you want to go first, Nox? Nox, like, after their firework display had given up like the half elf form like they were back in changeling form and with this level exhaustion they almost look goopy like when uh Vol put them uh, leaning against something like it kind of almost left like a weird splat sound and like they're just starting to goo away a little bit like barely keeping in consciousness they have no idea what they're uh what is going on it almost feels like they're halfway into a fever dream Magdor um, in his and, infinite... And seeing that, sorry, real quick, before we move too far forward, because I don't want you for as a character to have no reason to remember what's going on, he says, ah, this should help. And he gets, a, he gets like a small wooden container, opens it up, and you can see that there's like a, like some sort of like sand-like looking thing in there, and he pulls it out, and he goes, and he puts it in front of your nose box and it immediately perks you up and you are no longer despite the fact that you are exhausted he put smelling salts in front of you that kind of like snapped you out of it so you could be aware of this he says come now we need to be awake for this grandson and he pulls your cheek a little bit and snaps it back and he says tighten that up and then says what did you want to say Magdor 
Magdor, in his infinite charisma, says, Can can we hear the names before we decide to take them? For you, Master Dwarf, the name that you get is the name that you're given, and how you'll be known among the Valnagonis. The only reason my son has a choice is because... I think he always has been a Valnagoni, but he, um... He's changed. He's no longer one who stalks in the night and is quiet. He is fierce. And I believe that merits change of label. Magdor sits and thinks for a sec. He says, well, I guess any name's a good name then. Ah. Magdor, when you came to us, I thought you small, probably weak. But you have proven me wrong at every turn. My son told me you were strong. You have proven to be stronger than I thought possible. He told me that you had a good heart. And you won over, for all I know, at least your friend, Grep, as I believe. We'll say you told him the yeah. name. <laughs> uh, you, you won over Grep. <laughs> and I believe that speaks to the content of your character. On top of that, you wield weapons as a great warrior, someone who will be known long past his days. So, among the Valnugonis, you'll be known as Magdor Thunder Warrior Valnugoni. That's not foreshadowing at all. (laughs) Uh, Magdor just nods and looks down. And I believe Grep doesn't need a renaming because I think it very much suits him. Grandson. You see Knox like, uh, just like <laughs> he snapped his nose back into like a solidified uh, place after you wow. uh <laughs> Grandpa. And Stox, like, gets himself up. Like, they're there, but they're still shaky. Uh, Yes, Grandpa. I was hesitant when you first came to the village. Um, Knowing that my son in the past had made decisions that caused him to be exiled, I thought maybe taking in this shape-changing young person under his wing may have been a mistake, but now I see that it was not. His mercy and his kindness has brought forth someone that rivals the power of even Greva herself and has the spirit to match the strength. Among the Valnagonis, you shall be called Sorry. Nox, Master Caller, Valnugoni, as you command the elements with great ease and precision. Master what? Master Caller. Master... Sorry, like EC Knox pulls out a scroll to update their uh, portfolio for uh, LinkedIn. Uh, Master Caller. 
And there's a dragon loose. And there's ice afoot. Who are you going to call? Master, Master call. calling. Ba -da -ba -ba -da. <laughs> Thank you. And for my son, the formerly outcasted Val Nugoni, who made his. There. Yes. Who made his mark before he left being stealthy finesse in the shadows has since become a force to be reckoned with who can even challenge a master himself who has done things beyond the scope of his strength which speaks to the strength of his spirit as a a new runite but an adept one if you would take it, your name would be Vol Stormstriker. Thou new Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm taking that. That's so much cooler than Night. Hell yes. What do you mean? Of course. How can I not? Uh, Vol is is going to sit there, pensive, thinking about it. Contemplating. No, that was Vol, 100%. Um... I've got my helm of telepathy on. <laughs> I can hear it. Right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> on the inside, he's like... <laughs> um, that seems updated. It seems more current. I like it. Then... It is my pleasure to welcome you all as members of the tribe and officially found the guns. Just gonna hear Seafall uh, give one nod. Magdor's gonna look up and say, One day, I'll move up from Thunder Warrior to Thunder Lord. And nod his head. A promise of growth. Okay. I appreciate your ambition. <sighs> Nox um, doesn't know what a master caller is, so they're excited, but they're thinking like they gotta call out masterfully. <laughs> um, What's your intelligence and your wisdom? Uh, 13 and 12, respectively. <laughs> you have above average intelligent wis and wisdom. Why did you not understand what that is? That, as Tyler, I have no fucking idea what it means, Glenn. If you're going to call A me master out, master caller? caller, caller no, the I'm elements. Asking. Yeah. You masterfully call the elements to your side? Lala, that's what he said. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have an 8 and 10, respectively, okay? Oh, IRL, that's false. You're way, you're way better than that. Thank you. At least a nine. <laughs> Doesn't change just... the modifier, I guess. <laughs> you, you just hear, holla, holla. Um, what was your Master Kale. <laughs> Storm Striker. Storm Striker, yeah. It's fucking tight. 
I'm gonna update that right now, actually. Storm <laughs> Striker. There oh man, don't don't mess up on the intro now. <laughs> Imagine. Oh god. Um, shit. Volt Nightwalker. I mean Storm Striker. <laughs> Volt Nightwalker Storm Striker uh, Val Nugodi. There we go. Uh, so as that kind of concludes, and he sees that each one of you, you know, have accepted in in your own ways. <laughs> Because uh, nobody said, no, I don't want that. Mm. He says, uh, now we need to get the village moved um, to this Romerhaze cave, if that is right. okay. Um, yeah, I didn't update them yet, so... Um, we're going to be camping out at the cave we fought the Romerhaze in. Um, be able to harvest some of its material and meat, and then we're going to go to the cave system we found the wolves in first. Uh, we're moving, uh, the village is gonna move there. Um, this Sorry. location was too close to the original village. Um, it was good for a while, but they found, found us, and I think for the moment be safest to move as far away as possible. Right. Me, I'm, I'm trying to figure out Tyler mechanically if I can somehow turn my uh, staff of power into a uh, like a Samsung Galaxy or something like that. That way, uh, when it does break, it does have a chance of exploding like the uh, the tab. Okay. Oh, and he goes. Oh, I apologize. This is for you. And he pushes the box forward. And it says, "I'm sure that you will know what is yours." You, uh, I think you give us too much Magdor credit. immediately opens it. <laughs> Magdor opens it up, and there is three things wrapped in cloth. How, how big is the box? Uh, I would say probably about six feet wide and three feet long and about a foot deep. Pretty big. It's a mimic. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're just desserts. Welcome to the tribe. Trial by combat. Uh, we know Chief Garouk would be better than to try to do the old dick in the box trick, right? He's, he's not the kind of person to go for goofs. No. Magdor okay, looks at then. the box and grabs what one's his. Uh, you don't know because they're inside of you little wrapped know. up things. You would know once you open, once you oh. unwrap them. Yeah, Magdor doesn't understand right, so that. He grabs one. Choo- I need you all to choose one, two, three, four, or five, six. Two, three. Okay. Uh, one, six. But and yeah, four, five, two, Tyler. And four, five. Okay. So, <laughs> in fact, Magdor, you did <laughs> get the thing that was meant for you. But I need you to roll a, um, let me see this real fast, a yeah, D100, and we're going to subtract 25. What if I get less than 25? Then it's a one minimum. Oh, damn. And then it's a it's a wooden horse. Shit. Hey, Google, what's 83 minus 25? 58. <laughs> 58, guys. I got a 58. 83 minus 58. Cool. So what you have inside is an interesting thing. Oh. Er. 
Oh, he can't give that to us. He just realized he just finished reading it. It's too strong. This is another box inside of this box. And it's 12 inches long, 6 inches wide, 6 inches deep. Oh, no. And... You and uh, and there's a note on top of it that says, "For any time that you find water and have nothing to carry you." And it is a folding boat. Backdoor is pissed. <laughs> you don't like to, that's why. Like to swim. That's to give you a way to stay out of the water. That's why a boat. Said, it's a coffin. That's why I said the owner. Because the moment you started describing it, I knew what it was because one of my other players yep. has a floating boat. Like. The comprehension, like, oh, that's cool. It's a folding boat. Like, it didn't click that Magdor, the person who hates boats with a complete passion, is the one that got this. And it was definitely designed for him, as Glenn just said a moment ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, once it clicked, I lost it right there. Like, oh. Uh, right, so would Magdor know what it is right away? Does he know that it's no. a folding boat? Okay, so he's not. Do you pissed. have training in Arcana? No. Then you don't know what it is. Magdor's like, oh, is it a growing box? And then he's going to kind of take it off and... uh, Hold on, let me see if I have... uh, I'm going to do... Oh, no, I don't have any spell slots. Can I do identify as a ritual? Yeah. I'm going to sit and identify it. It'll take you ten minutes. (laughs) Next person grabs something. Uh, Who's grabbing next? One of the two things that are wrapped up. Um... You know what? Uh, Vol is trying Somewhat. to be yeah. Vol is trying to be comforting. He's gonna grab the, the next item but toss it to Nux. Okay. So yeah, you do hand the item that is meant for Nox to Nox. So Nox, roll a D one hundred minus twenty five. I rolled a one twenty five. Which uh, sorry, a hundred. <laughs> what did I get? So, okay, I was like, what? That shouldn't be possible. Uh, um, I got a 65. Um, if, if we get a second boat, so help me. Open it up, and inside is a cloak. A very nice-looking cloak that has a bluish, a dark bluish shimmer to it. Kind of like when you look at, like, a... a you know the sheen that's on some blackbirds that almost looks rainbowish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. So it's a dark uh, uh, material. Very nice, but it has like a rainbowish sheen to it. Glenn, if you're messing with me and this is like the cape of billowing, so help me. I'm un- uninstalling D&D. Good luck getting it out of your brain. Oh, no. <laughs> you have a it's not a cape of billowing. Do you, if you want to do the identify or make an arcana check on it, you can. I'm just mess. I'm happy with whatever you give me. Uh, I'll do an Arcana check though, just for funsies. Cool. I got a, Go a majest- majestic thirteen. Yeah, this is wings of flying. But how's that? A- it's a cape. Yeah, yeah you speak a, a command cape. word, and the cloak turns into wings for an hour. Blend that. A fly th- speed of sixty feet, and you can't use it for one again for one d twelve hours. What's it called? Uh, um, um, uh, Wings of Flying? 
Magdor, don't be mad because both of them are both rare items. They're both rare. Um, I had a question. Oh man, I'm terrified of flying. <laughs> this is just me poke, uh, poking holes, up, uh, like holes in the continuity, just for the fun of it. Um, but mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure with the dimensions you gave us, Magdor's folding boat is bigger than the box it came in. No, the box, the original box you had was six feet long. Wow, shit. So, are you telling me that Chief Garuk brought a coffin full of loot? And like 80% <laughs> of it was a second coffin I said it was only that a turns foot into thick. a boat. It's oh, a foot okay, thick, it was a foot six thick. feet long, okay. and two okay. feet okay. deep. Okay. So, yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, Magdor would pick the it's biggest thing. It's a big, thing. long thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bad choice, then I Magdor. Guess, uh, Vol will unwrap his his item now. His yeah, thing is only one. Left. Sorry, twelve inches long. Yeah, twelve inches long. <laughs> it's just, uh, cool. Um, so, what did you roll on your D one hundred minus twenty five? Forty seven. You know, you guys could have just done that. It would have made it easier. That's way smarter. <laughs> so, with this mechanic, do we have like a twenty five percent chance of uh, getting a one essentially? Uh, yes. It's that I did it based on how many items there are at a certain rarity of level. And since there was like, set, let me see, 74, I had mm. to find a way to make sure that you would fall Ooh. within that range. When's if we landed right um, on 75? Well, what do you have done? Given you the 75th uh, item? I don't know. Two items. Um,. Double I need item. you to roll the D20 and just tell me the number. Unmodified. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, 20, if that helps. That now I get the fucking crits. Really? Now I get the crits. All right. Give me a D100. Okay. What the fuck? Oh, boy. Oh, no. We hit b -b -b bonus time. Uh, 55. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. So what you find inside of this thing is a brass painted bottle that weighs one pound and has a stopper in the top of it. See, it, I don't know how I feel at this moment. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, <laughs> and I've been experiencing this now with you specifically, Glenn. Um, you, like over the since the start of this campaign, a lot of the items you've been describing me, I've learned now which ones they are just by you describing them <laughs> because I've started DMing, and so I know uh -huh. I as a player know know what that is. Like I can't remember the exact details, but I know what that is, and it's not. It's interesting, and I yeah. That's why you made me roll those things because you know exactly what this bottle is, but I do not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna look it up, even though I know the numbers. I guarantee you that. But Vol is gonna look at this brass stoppered. Did you, it, like it had the cork in, uh, like or it was sealed. Sorry. Yes, it is corked. Okay. Um, and just kind of uh, turn it around, examine it. Oh yeah, the note. They, each one of them does have notes. The notes on the the wings of flying say um, so that uh, on the wings it says so that you can soar as high as your potential leads you. Um, and then the note on oh, yours hour. says 
just in case you need a helping hand. Now I know what the bottle is. I'm so clueless. Now I'm excited. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I kind um, of had an idea, but now I yeah, know. Yeah. Um, Did you know that? Now you know. Bill Nye? Okay. Um, yeah, bolting the note and just turning it around in his hand, looking at it. I... You know what? Vol's wisdom is a 16. He would know not to open it up. So he's he's gonna oh, like yeah. put it away. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Your father does. His eyes get a little wide when he sees that. Uh is uh <laughs> Magda doesn't know, don't worry. Hmm. Would Knox know? <laughs> Question mark. You uh make an arcana check. Shit. As you see this and uh, wonder what the heck is that? Well, Tyler's still clueless, but Knox has a 16. That's an Afridi bottle. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, for those now, who what, listen to the, the audio, what? sorry, Glenn, but for those who listen to what? the audio, me and Brandon, when Glenn said that, we're just nodding vigorously nodding, because... Yeah. <laughs> now, the only downside, because you know enough about this is that there is a possibility that the Afridi is hostile. There's a possibility that it's just going to help you out. There's a possibility that it could actually come out and grant you wishes. Um, Three of both them, the attacking it? and the wishes have about the same amount of chance. More likely than not, it's just so, the Afridi will assist you for some amount of time, and then event, after a few uses, it will this it will be free. Um, have ten minutes passed. Huh? Sorry, <laughs> Tyler. What did you say? The bowl. You're just putting it away. Don't you want to open up and see what's inside it? Um, I don't know if that's the best idea right now. It looks maybe like an alchemy jug. Yeah, maybe. Whims if it gives like a new flavor of mayonnaise. Listen, I think Miracle Web. <laughs> I think we're all you just said tired. Mayonnaise. We could, we could, if we want to open this up, we can do it in the morning and deal with that later. But it says here, the note says here for when you need a helping hand or whatever it said. I would recommend only opening that if you need something. Okay, so I um, chief, the chief's word is law, and Bull puts it away. Have ten minutes okay. passed. Yes, you hear you know Magdor what you scream. Have. <laughs> I mean, we also see it. Yeah, you you turn and see Magdor away from the bike. No, no peeking. Can we hear what that scream sounds like? <laughs> That's what the people, the villagers hear <laughs> as they're going about. <laughs> <From> it, <laughs> it zooms out, and you hear it from in the tent. I love it. Um, Magdor, she gave me a. Oh. <laughs> she didn't know Magdor. That'd be useful. And Bull's she, now she, thinking of all the possibilities of like their adventures, how knew. much that opens up. How would she know, Magdor? Would Grippa know? That you were afraid of water? That I was afraid of being on a boat. Yes, water. Uh, it's 
possible that she knew it was a fear and she wanted to help you get through it and she knew it would be useful for you and your party. It's a therapy boat, Magdor. And then it like clicks with Vol. Oh, Magdor got a boat. <laughs> Magdor just starts laughing. He doesn't know how to react. No, no, not again. Why was if he just put the boat in the snow? Do I have anything in my pouch right now? I don't think so. I'm gonna. It would fit in my pouch, right? I don't yeah. know how much it actually like weighs. It weighs a pound, I think. Okay, so I'm gonna put it in my pouch. Is that? Uh, oh, four pounds. Either way, it's twelve it inches long, six inches wide, six inches deep. Uh, I'm going to bed. Thanks, yes, you want to sleep on your? Uh, your not new... until we go to the cave. Yes, we're uh, we're first moving over to the cave. So let's uh, let's help let's pack up ourselves and help get everybody else packed up. Okay. And as you step out of the tent, um, you see that most of the village has been packed up, including yours and anything that was inside that has been put into whatever you had there. They had taken the liberty trying to get the village moved as quickly as possible. Um, so your stuff is all packed up and ready to go. They've even hooked up that sled uh, that you built. Oh, I guess the sled was still back at the cave, wasn't it? Yeah. But you had a, a one-man sled that you used to go visit the wolves initially. Yeah, we bought that They hook back, up yeah. that. Yeah, so there is a sled that uh, has been hooked up to uh, Grep as he is waiting out there, ready for you all to leave. Um, Vol's going to get right to action. He's not really going to... Because the, the party knows where the cave is. He already like informed them that that's where they're going to be. And Vol's going to see if there's any other villagers that need help in loading up things, packing up whatever, and then just head off straight to the cave and help on that end as well for whatever people need. So Vol's just getting busy. Yep. Getting busy with it. Na, 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 na. Um... <laughs> Sorry, are we which cave are we heading to? Are we picking up the chitin? Okay. The old chitin cave system. Chitin yes. Caverns. Sorry, I have to answer audibly. <laughs> I can't just use my face. Podcast. Yeah. All right. So Magdor's gonna go too because he wants to see how they remove it efficiently. Nox? Go. Same thing? Uh, Going. I'll, I'll, All right. I'll be uh, tired. Very tired. Yeah. They give you a oh. spot on the sled if you want. <laughs> you can relax for a little bit as you've been very worn out and they appreciate everything that you all have done. Tyler wants to fly. Nox does not. Okay. <laughs> and you have to spend an hour with it to attune, so. True. Do I have to tune with my boat? No, that is uh, oh. a utility item, so it can just be used. You're like, crap, I can't use this. I don't have enough slots. I guess I have to get rid of it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Same with the Afridi bottle. Does not require two minutes. It's just anybody that pops that cork will right. incur whatever comes out. Anyway, so you all help uh, get everything packed up, uh, along with the help from Gruk and the now mostly healed up uh, Trod, who has kind of regained some liveliness since uh, being able to rest for even just a little bit and uh, you make your way it takes you know to get everyone there and to get everything packed up take 30-45 minutes 
because it was only a 10 minute walk right. or 10 minute run. But with everyone and everything, it takes a little more time. You're able to get there. The rumor haze. There's a few uh, like smaller kind of like predators like coyotes and stuff like an arctic fox that are you know trying to eat away at a little bit of the the remmer haze corpse uh that is now f- actually cooled down because you remember it was hot to the touch before but it's right. cooled down uh they scatter as you enter the cave um and they begin immediately setting up getting fires going and start to uh separate the chitin first taking it off of the outside and then uh br- cutting up the meat and beginning to set it on racks to dry it um, is there anything you would like to do as they have set you up your old tent just inside the cave? Because it's a big cave, so it'll give you protection from wind, but there's enough space for the whole camp to basically kind of be inside. Um, I think um, with, with <laughs> from finding a Remmer Haze, um, no, this is okay. I, just to recap, what's happened in this day alone for the entire like forever's listening, uh, the, from the start of this day, um, uh, the party so Vol, Magdor, and Nox were sent on a uh, spiritual journey to a tower where they're faced with challenges that tested their virtues and their morals and values, but not so much combat. Then they come back to the village, find out that Grep, uh, formerly known as uh, Vox, was missing, and they went to fight Remeries, and then they went to fight three frost giants. It's been a long day, and Vol's been working as well, like helping the villagers after the fact, so I think when he gets to the cave, he's gonna like, yeah, yeah I'll come help, I just need to, he's gonna find a wall and then just pass out. Okay. Um, but he's also going to, I'm going to make, mention this very clearly, pull out some food for, or let um, Twilight out of his pack to go feed on the Remerhaze a little bit or whatever food, and then find a place for the two of them to just sit. And that sit's going to turn into sleep. Okay. Mm. Um, I just, I just want to recap how insane this day was. Sorry. Magdor is definitely dragging day. as well. Um, he's gonna tell Grep, uh, eat, I'm gonna rest my eyes and, uh, sit in front of the fire that I'm assuming they started and, uh, purposefully go to sleep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Nox was totally done with, uh, passing out the first time in the snow. Uh, they were gonna ready <laughs> to pass out in the tent. They were gonna pass out and the Garuk's tent and now they're just gonna find a nice comfy spot they uh they stopped using the yeti cloak after they got the tramp stamp tattoo but they're gonna throw it on the ground somewhere just anywhere at this point uh i think before they actually like go to bed uh while people are setting up uh they like touch random objects and cast light on it just to like light up the place a little bit so people who can't see can Uh, and as they do that Nox just slowly trudges towards their bed like they still have a lot to process they went through uh, like the I don't know what all the stages are of uh, grieving is but I'm pretty sure they went from uh, denial straight to anger 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 passed out and then back and it's like (laughs) <laughs> and you know Nox is n- now like if there's a confusion stage of grieving there it is uh, <laughs> Nox still is a wildly bag of emotions that loves going to sleep when they're upset uh, 
Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pass okay. out. So yeah, each one of you uh, going to your respective spots. Uh, Nox, did you say you ended up wanting to go into the tent where the bed was uh, at the end of that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you head into the tent after lighting up some places, putting up some nightlights for those who can't see as well. Um, <clears throat> Vol, you fall asleep just against the cave wall as you see, you know, you see, you let Twilight out. He goes and snags some meat and then flies back to you and lands on your lap and starts to munch. Um, and as he's eating, uh, the cool breeze puts you to sleep as you fall asleep um, against the cave wall. Um, Magdor, similarly, you sit next to the fire. Uh, Grip, uh, relaxing behind you, and eventually you just pass out against him. <laughs> in between, kind of like he's laying around you, and he, so he's kind of like a big cushiony wolf chair. Uh, and you fall asleep there together next to the fire as uh, contemplating all of the things and just how many times you wanted to go to sleep. Knox falls asleep in the tent. Finally, after a long day of a lot of ups and downs and superb lows and hopefully good highs, uh, the next day planning for all of you to head to the original cave where you met the direwolves uh, to hopefully move forward with dealing with this problem, which has now shoved itself right in all of your faces, and that's where we'll pick it up as you fall asleep tomorrow, next Damn. time. Oh, shit. <laughs> we gotta job, fight boys. a dragon. Oh, yeah. Thank um, you. Everybody gets uh, 750 experience points for wonderful roleplay. Alright, Brandon, you heard that? 750 experience points? Yep. Thank Can't you, change Brandon. It. Can't change it. Because he's the, the only one keeping track. <laughs> Did you add the uh, 7,500 uh, experience points for today? Yeah. You moved the decimal one spot. <laughs> Did you add the 75,000 experience points that we gave today? Did you add the 7.5 million experience points we gave today? We're at 40,000. Level 20, immediately. We're level 38. <laughs> level 38. <laughs> uh, uh, like, Perfect. Uh, Nox has become so strong, they produce progeny. <laughs> There's a uh, level 18 next to him. <laughs> Conjoined. Uh, nice. You can find me on Twitter at 2 times Tyler. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LRThe11th, all letters, one word. You can find me at Twitter at Zigzagoon. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Houston. Glenn looks like Glenn with two ends. Houston looks like Huston. Hell yeah. We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video games tropes you deserve. You can find the show everywhere you can Google and on Twitter at CMQ Network. That was Nick. That was Brandon. That was Glenn. And that was Boy with Tantrum, or <laughs> Temper Tantrum. Uh, me, Tyler. Uh, we will see you next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget to never stop the quest. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. 
We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters.